Glad you're with us. Of course, I just finished talking about that CPI print, a hot one. Uh, your thoughts and also how it affects some of the other products, right, uh, from oil to gold to Bitcoin. And this inflation data obviously spooked folks. Yeah, that's right. I mean, inflation data came in higher than people expected. And by the way, that number was already forecast to be high. So coming in at a higher level, both on the producer inflation, the consumer price inflation. Um, so this is something that um, for those who have been watching the inflation story closely probably doesn't come as a major surprise. Um, but I think those that are more in the transitory camp or thinking that inflation is a short term phenomenon um, certainly probably got a surprise today. And so I think from that perspective, yeah. you, know, you see that in playing out in the commodity contracts, like you mentioned gold, you mentioned the commodities, you mentioned Bitcoin, anything I think that can be seen as an inflation hedge um, where the investors are, are embracing right now. And this move, this CPI jump of 6.2% in October, folks, biggest surge in over 30 years since 1990. And as you said, well, that comes on the heels of the PPI report, where we saw that the highest annual pace in 11 years. So that being said, I know you have a focus on multiple commodities, including gold. Gold is a little higher today. It's certainly always been seen as a safe play, an inflation hedge. Um, and there's talk that some people could be selling off some of their gold and maybe picking up things like Bitcoin instead to have multiple inflation hedge plays. Uh, your thoughts on what's going on in gold? Yeah, I think gold really, I mean, obviously, the performance over the last few weeks has been, has been pretty good. Um, however, you know, in order for gold to get back to its all-time high that we saw in the middle of last year, I think what it's really needing is an acknowledgement by the market that inflation is a problem. So at the moment, you know, we, we don't have that sort of official acknowledgement, if you will, um, that inflation is a problem. The Federal Reserve narrative of the inflation being transitory is still, I think, by and large accepted by the market. That's why we can still have, although we're a little off today, we can still have stock markets at all-time highs alongside inflation at highs. Um, so I think from that perspective, the longer this goes on, the more problematic this becomes for the people that think that inflation is a short-term phenomenon. And I think the better that becomes for something like gold. That's interesting. So you do still think it'll be one of the most desirable inflation hedges. I mean, uh, what were the gold highs? 2000, it was around 2000 or so. I mean, I remember being on the floor yep. of the New York Stock Exchange and looking up at the big board. Um, so you do think it may head to those levels again at some point? Well, I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, look, look at where we are right now. I mean, um, the price today, I mean, we're in this, let's call it 1850 kind of level. So we're, we're not far off. I mean, we're $150 roughly off of that high. So it's not as if we're, we're sort of miles behind it. It's really just what's the catalyst that propels it to a new all-time high. And I think inflation really at this stage, you know, other than some other, you know, potentially geopolitical or other kind of incident, it seems to me probability-wise, inflation is that reason. And just like in the 1970s, I mean, people perhaps forget that the gold price, you know, really exploded higher um, in the latter stages of the 70s, you know, once there was an acknowledgement that, that inflation was a real problem. And so I think right. the, the, the issue here is that it can go quite quickly. Um, and so, you know, from that perspective, 
uh, I think we could be looking at a materially higher gold price, you know, the longer this inflation story plays out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wanted to get to the X out ETF, which is such a great concept by uh, Granite Shares as we take a look. It's this concept where you're taking these big companies and you're not trying to pick the winners. You X out the losers that you somehow sift out one way or another. Tell me a little bit about that again. Yeah, so XL is actually, it, it's a great story for today's market because although we have markets that are at all-time highs or floating around all-time highs, as you see on a daily basis, it's not that every company uh, is rising on a sort of uh, equal or linear basis, is that you know, we have a real bifurcation between winners and losers. We have the stocks that are really driving the market performance, and those companies you know, continue to perform very strongly, very robust earnings, um, and you know, despite these inflationary pressures that we're seeing in the market. But we have a lot of other companies that are just simply failing to adapt or failing to keep pace. And what XOUT tries to do is to, instead of focus on picking winners, tries to eliminate losers. The idea being that it may be easier to identify losers than it is to pick winners. So put simply, right, right. It's, better, it's better to avoid the next Enron than try and find the next Google. Interesting. Yeah, well said, well said. I know you're also focused on energy and oil. Um, your thoughts there as, you know, demand seems to be evident now. There seems to be choppy outlook going forward. Uh, you know, I've gotten reports where there's going to be more energy demand or less energy demand. It seems mixed up to a certain extent. Well, I, I think I think what we can say is there's going to be more demand for energy. Um, you know, the global population continues to increase, you know, year over year. So there's going to be more demand for energy. I think specifically regarding oil prices and energy prices over the short term, I think that prices uh, will remain high. We see the highest gas prices now, average gas price in the United States for quite some time. Um, and I don't think that that will let up anytime soon. And the reason for that really is because we just have more demand than we have supply. Some of this is down to supply chain disruptions, but I think a lot of it is also down to the discipline around where that supply is going to come from. So I don't really see anything coming out of the OPEC or the OPEC plus um, countries that makes me think they're desperate to put more supply onto the market. On the U.S. side, the shale producers, I think they're going to be more disciplined this time around. Again, they don't want to get themselves into the position they did a few years back with flooding the market um, and having their share prices badly affected. So I think there's going to be more discipline this time around. That means that I think we could see elevated prices uh, on the oil and, and gas side for quite some time.